Hello, and welcome to See What We See with Lauren and Martin. My name is Lauren Cashin. I'm the Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association, and I'm here with my co-host, Martin LeBeau, Deputy Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association. On today's episode, we'll be discussing a five-year global vision care initiative that the World Health Organization, the WHO, started in 2014. With its five years coming to an end, it's a great time to revisit the plan and see how Canada's collaboration helped. We're very excited to have with us today Jim Prouse, Executive Director from the Canadian Council of the Blind. And we also have with us today Monica Riatagui, the manager of the Mobile Eye Clinic. The Mobile Eye Clinic, MEC, is an initiative of the Canadian Council of the Blind in conjunction with the Lions Club, bring regulated optometrists to schools, youth centers, colleges, universities, seniors' residents, and community health centers. And there they perform comprehensive eye exams. So we are creating awareness. Uh, For the first three years of the program, many kids that we have seen the previous years, they they didn't follow the instructions of the optometrist. But after that, at least this year and last school year, we saw that they were actually doing something and they were following up with the CEO and they were getting us some feedback. For the first years, we recommended, for example, to go to get glasses or to see the optometrist on site because they need to apply drops or whatever other issues and they didn't do it. So we were so frustrated that (laughs) <laughs> they even didn't listen to us, but later, little by little, everything was working and they are doing something. And actually, some kids, they go regularly to an optometrist near to their homes or, or our optometrist that provide that service at that, at that time. So I think this is a good way to improve uh, care about vision among the, the, the people here. One of the things about the program, by going to the schools, we're encouraging the public and the school boards to think of eye exams. And not only that, we're making it easy for them by going to schools. As Monica was saying earlier, they don't need to take time off work, schedule an appointment and take their children to an eye doctor to do it. It's all done at the schools and that time. And it's the same for seniors. Somebody doesn't have to escort the senior out of the home, take them somewhere else. By making it convenient and easy for them, we're really promoting eye care. And once they've done it once or twice, we found that other families, they bring their children to the doctors at a later date. So uh, as I say, I think this is one of the best ways to promote eye care is make it easy and accessible in this way. And uh, through the children, we can promote more. Great. So there is a growth then I can see. I mean, I see some, I can hear some success stories here. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know, like you said, Monica, it probably took a couple years for it to go, but tenacity shows that, you know, it it gets going and people start to react and understand how important it is which is, it's great. So keep doing the good work that you're doing right now. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we need all the support from uh, other people in order to do it. And that's, uh, that's, that's going to make the difference. Well, you know, our members and our listeners can say, you know what, 
maybe I can get involved in this. Maybe I can make a difference. And that's how it starts. Very good. Fantastic. So, um, so Jim, tell me, how does Canada rank within the community of vision, the international community for vision care? Are we leaders? Are we followers? Or are we falling somewhere in the middle there? Uh, uh, my guess would be somewhere in the middle. Uh, as I think I mentioned earlier, Louise Gillis and Jim Tokas work uh, with World Blind Union prep for this. I was asking Louise, uh, our president, and uh, she, she sort of figured somewhere in the middle, recognizing that, as I was saying earlier, we have a lot to do yet in order to be a leader in this area. And, you know, so whatever we can do to promote better eye health and within Canada to make it better. If you were to look forward into the next five years um, okay. and, and, you know, you wanted to set up a plan for Canada, what's the one objective you would want to see in that strategy? Well, I think I would go with uh, one of the things you're, it's in your report is advocate for a greater political and financial commitment by the government and others to eye health. And if we have more commitment to eye health, our strategy would be, first of all, you've got to have people's eyes tested. Secondly, you've got to be able to have the funding to treat people with cataracts or AMD or others with medicines and proper medicines. The objective would be, I think, to work with and advocate for an improvement in, in these areas. And the broader we can get the examinations, the more we can save people's sight and up their quality of life, which is going to be a benefit to the government and benefit to the public. You know, that's the, the thing we need to point out. Right? When it comes to vision, being proactive is huge yeah. because most, mo most eye diseases are insidious and, you know, you don't know you have them and people don't usually go to a doctor unless something hurts. And right. unfortunately, glaucoma, cataracts, things like that just don't present themselves as much as a sore finger does or, or some actual pain. And it can sneak up on uh, especially seniors. Uh, uh, for example, uh, I'm getting dropped for glaucoma. And I was talking to different people, and uh, that can happen, and you can lose your sight quite quickly if you haven't been paying attention and getting proper eye exams. So anybody that's over 50 should be making sure they get eye exams on a regular basis so they have their sight. But, you know, they feel, well, they got their sight, everything's fine. Cool. Martin, do you have uh, Monica, I'll, I'll direct this question to you um, since you're, you're on the ground. Uh, I mean, what type of advice would you give to our listeners that um, they might not have any opticianry or, or vision care background, but they want to know uh, how they can do to have better eye health or even be able to help you guys out in your quest? Well, first of all, just something simple to go to see an eye doctor, <laughs> to go to an optometrist office to have their eyes checked. And that will definitely help a lot because we have found kids that they have never gone to a, an eye doctor and they, we found a couple of them that they couldn't see. They couldn't see that the tree has leaves. They thought that the, the tree was a bunch of things, but not single leaves. So it was devastating for us <laughs> at the beginning it was well was a very high uh, was i was in shock but i would advise that people to go to see an eye doctor and for our program to promote our program to let us know if they know any optometrist or optician that will be willing to work with us to go to the schools or seniors homes that will be 
perfect. That would be really, really helpful. Great, thank you. I mean, uh, Lorna and I, we've had the opportunity in the past to be able to help with these types of, uh, of clinics. And I can tell you there's nothing more rewarding than seeing these kids with a big yeah. smile on and being so thankful uh, that, you know, we do make a change. You make a difference. Uh, that's the best feeling in the world, to be honest with you. So I, I think you're very blessed to be able to do this every day. And uh, Oh, yeah, for, for uh, sure. And some in some cases, some parents were volunteering and they were bringing, for example, a boy that, that the mom said, oh, you know what? Be careful because he will be able to express himself because he's so shy. I think he has some problems. And then this guy sat and the optometrist, well, the optometrist have, I don't know, for me, they are magicians because they find everything. <laughs> and the child was, he put the, the lenses and the child was saying everything, was talking like nothing. And the mom said, what happened with this guy? This is not him. And just because of the lenses that the doctor puts on front of him. So the mom was really as well surprised how the behavior of that child that she was seeing every single day because she was a volunteer at the school changed like she has never seen that guy like that before. Never, never. And that was so rewarding as well. And also when we go to seniors' homes, oh my gosh, the seniors are so thankful. Oh, thank you for being here. Oh, I can see perfectly. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> they are so excited. So as you said, it's, uh, I'm blessed to be part of this program and I enjoy it a lot. Those are great stories. Thank you very much. Um, how can our members or our listeners communicate with you if they uh, want to participate and help you guys out? How can they reach you? Yes, they can send us an email to okay. ccb at net, or they can go to our website www.ccbnational.net. Well, we'll post uh, all your contact information on our website. We're going to be posting this podcast on the website. And along with it, we'll put in your contact information and links to some of your information because we'd love to be a part of this and hope we could get opticians to get more involved also because opticians are really passionate about eye care and a lot are working in this type of thing already. And I'm sure the more we bring it to them, the more that we'll volunteer. So I really want to thank you guys for coming on today. I know uh, you're, you're at the office working, so it's a regular work day for you. So we appreciate you taking the time. So on behalf of Martin, myself, and Ontario Opticians and the Opticians, Ontario Opticians Association, thank you so much. And uh, we hope to have you on again. Oh, well, thanks then. for having us. We are so happy to participate. Thank you. Looking forward to working with you more. Right. Yeah, it would be great. What a great conversation. Such a pleasure to have Jim and Monica on the podcast. Thank you very much. Next week, we'll be reviewing common causes of vision loss in the elderly and how nutrition plays into preventing vision loss. Be sure to join us to learn how you can improve your vision care in your kitchen. Thanks, Martin. Uh, we'd also like to thank the sponsor of this episode of See What We See. Our sponsor today is Nikon Optical. Nikon's a trusted partner of the OOA. So thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for listening and stay safe. Thank you for listening to See What We See with Lorna Martin. Be sure to follow us across our social media pages so you never miss an update or an episode. You can find us on Twitter 
at OOA underscore Frontline on Facebook and LinkedIn. We are Ontario Opticians Association. Follow us on Instagram at Ontario Opticians Association. That's all one word. We look forward to seeing you again on See What We See with Warren and Martin. Take care and stay safe.